Welcome to Paper Talk, a paper lover's podcast, a place to connect with crafters alike in hopes to inspire and elevate your craft. We are your hosts, Josie and Janet. Now cue the confetti and let's get this party started. And welcome to Paper Talk. I'm your host, Josie. And I'm Janet. And we have a very special guest today. We have Danielle Miller, a.k.a. A Shimmer Life. Yes! <laughs> Danielle, hello. Happy New Year. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> I am... Okay, friends, I'm going to absolutely love this episode already. We are getting laughs already from all three of us, and I think it's super amazing. I think it's fun because we've been following each other on Instagram, and it's like I'm looking at Danielle's craft room, and I feel like I know it all because, you know, I'm drooling over it all the time on Instagram. So it feels like I just know you. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I feel that way with a lot of people that I am friends with on Instagram. I feel like it's funny when, when I first saw you guys, I'm like, oh, it's just like talking to friends. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how it felt. Like when she came on, I was just like, hi, Danielle. And then like, I thought I was going to go crazy, but I felt like that comfort. I don't know. No. It's so weird because it's like, I, I felt comfortable with you. Like I didn't feel like I had to like, you know, I don't know. It was just felt right. So it's, that's what the yeah. whole fun part about it is, right? That's yeah, awesome. Totally. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Danielle, um, we would like you to introduce yourself to our listeners who may not know you. Can you um, tell us where they can find you, where you do your main source of posting, and then tell us a little bit how you got into scrapbooking and like how long have you been scrapbooking? Okay, so I am on Instagram and I am Shimmer Life on Instagram. Um, I have been on Instagram before my daughter was born. So 2006, before 2016, Wow. Um, before that, I was mostly like a planner girl, happy mail girl. Um, and then I kind of, and I was definitely obsessed with, you know, all things stationary. And then when my daughter was born, I became much more into scrapbooking. Um, mm-hmm. I loved to scrapbook my family, my dog, my daughter. Um, we do a lot of traveling around Colorado and do a lot of outdoor stuff. So it, I always have pictures. I think I have 33,000 pictures on my phone. Oh right my now. gosh. I love you because you are like the first person, Danielle, that comes on that has probably just as many photos on their phone as I do. Legit. And within three years that almost that we've been doing this, me and you are like right here, friends. <laughs> eye to eye right there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I just, I love it. I, um, I mean, I take plenty of pictures, um, and then I take pictures of the scrapbooking pages I make. So it just keeps adding up and I can't decide which ones I can get rid of. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm with you too. I, I hate to delete photos. Yeah. I have like triple of the same photo because, oh, just in case, just in case I don't have it, you know? I feel like that's totally my personality. I have like the worry that the minute I delete it, it's like, oh, I could have, now I need it. Like I'm going to yeah. need it immediately. Yeah. So Danielle, I was looking at your Instagram and your first post was back in 2015. 
and ah. you were a major planner girl. And <laughs> I was, I was like, oh my god, like I don't know how I was not following you because I was a major planner girl too. Like I saw all the Kate Spades, the leather, and I'm like. Not for nothing, Josie. I actually, that's so weird that you went down. I was on your page for some odd reason last night because really? I couldn't sleep. And I went down your page all the way down. And she, you had Kate Spade everywhere. Yes. Yes. I was, I was looking at her page. I was like, oh my God, this looks like a picture that I have taken in my craft room because it was the hot pink planner, the black one, the gold. Like back in the day, and I'm going to say in 2015, I guess, planners just went wild. And so I started scrapbooking like in 2013, but by 2015, it was all, everything was planner related. I wasn't really doing too much scrapbooking and it was almost just like the planner world just took over. And so when I was seeing the beginning stages of your Instagram, I was like, how did I not know you? How did I not connect with you? Like we were posting the exact same things. I posted for a long time on that and I never showed my face. Like I would never, ever show my face on that. Um, I just went by Shimmer Life. And actually at that point, I didn't even go by Danielle. I just went by D because I was still like in like the closet with the planner girl thing. (laughs) And so I, and I had, I had them all. I had every Kate Spade. And then one day I was like, you know what? When am I ever going to use them? And I kept like three. And I gave some to some friends that really wanted yeah, them. I did the same. I was giving them to my sisters because after a while, it just wasn't my thing anymore. And I was more into scrapbook. I, you know, I went back into scrapbooking. And so I was like, what am I doing with all these planners? So I, mm-hmm. I started giving them out to people who I thought would, you know, care for it. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was so funny. Both of our IGs looked like exactly the same. Oh, like. and I wasn't sure. So from, uh, from, planners you went you got into happy mail I did see a lot of envelopes and like little flip books there was a few of us back in like 2015 2016 I had like two or three really good friends um they are two of them aren't really on on Instagram anymore Mm -hmm. um one of them still does like happy mail her and I did some swaps but yeah I had like two or three friends that I did stuff with um but then as soon as my daughter was born I just got addicted to scrapbooking and I honestly don't understand why I didn't do it before because I scrapbook my dog just as much as I scrapbook my daughter mm-hmm. and I've always had dogs so. <laughs> and it was like you were buying the same supplies because you were buying ephemera like the sticker sheets right I've, oh, I've always been obsessed with ephemera so of course I have ephemera from back then like 2015 2014 yeah. collections yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I seen the page <laughs> flags from Target Oh gosh. Yes. I went down that road. Do not even, I don't even know. They don't even, they're not even like good sticky ones. I so know. They look cute, but so they have them. Janet, yes. did you ever start buying those page flags? No, from Target. I wasn't, I didn't start off as a planner. I started scrapbooking in 2008. So I've been a scrapbook girls for ever. So she I'm actually ventured the planner world just a few years ago because she started yeah. buying four every year. <laughs> yes I just like the thought of having them in my room but I don't use them you know mm-hmm. <laughs> they make you feel organized yes I yeah. feel like you know I got my stuff together now actually I 
Well, before, like my Instagram life, I would say would be starting the planner. I do have an original scrapbook probably from like 2000, you know, with the black paper and just like the gel pens. Yeah. That was like my first adventure into into oh. scrapbooking. Maybe the, the cute little scissors and and then yeah. some some stickers. But yeah, when I first really got into paper crafting and all the good stuff, it was it was down the Kate Spade route. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy how you both, Josie, if you go on Josie's later on, you will see like you go all the way down. It was all like planner, 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 addict, planner. I'm like, where? I was like, I do not know this Josie. You know what I mean? I was just like, who like, is I'm this? so OG that I was making planner totes, planner mugs. Planner yes, you shirts. were. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like so long ago, you know, yeah. now, and then like it spread wild, like, and everybody was doing it and they were doing it way more professional than me. So I was like, okay, yeah, I get out. I'm of stepping game. down. Yeah. I'm stepping down from that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, well, I think the thing is, um, you know, I think my love for scrapbooking always takes over, you know, cause that's mm-hmm. where my heart is. I'm, I'm right. I would say I'm, um, I always revert back to scrapbooking. Yeah. I I think it was really hard for me with happy mail to like send really pretty stuff to someone else. That (laughs) I, again, a girl after my heart. Cause let me tell you, you are just like, that's how I always said, I always said, how could they just send their Maggie homes to somebody? Even if I bought multiples, I'm keeping that. You know what I mean? It, and it, it was hard. I was so that was one of the things I think that was like, okay, I want to see this more than just today. And yeah. so that's when I kind of was like, I need to use this on my own products. So sometimes mm-hmm. I still send stuff to people like, you know, just for like random things, but yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. I, it's not things that I've necessarily made, maybe an envelope, but yeah. um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I want to use my floral ephemera on my your pictures yes I totally agree with that that's why it's like I can never it gives me anxiety sometimes to watch like it's like how are you sending that how are how are you not using it for you right yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally. I, I get that now Danielle um I would say just looking at your Instagram you are just strictly like a um is it 12 by 12 or nine by 12 layouts? I love to do 12 by 12. I do eight and a half by 11. Sometimes um, I have like a book dedicated to my husband and my daughter because I obviously take their pics a lot and I try to do those eight and a half by 11, but um, 12 by 12 is my favorite. I mean, it's the hardest to store obviously, yeah. um, but it is my favorite. I love working at that size. Uh, you know, there's plenty of room to put lots of flowers down and, and yeah, beautiful things. things. All the things. Yes. Um, so, yeah, now, definitely my favorite. Now, when you go and sit down to make a 12 by 12 layout, do you look for inspiration in other places? Or do you, like, create your own thing? Or do you go buy a sketch? Because I've been dabbling with the thought of wanting to do a 12 by 12 layout. Because I haven't done a 12 by 12 layout since 2008. A long time. Yes, yeah, le- le- legit, like long time. And I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, well, how would I start? Because I get like anxious with all that space, right? 
So I'm mm-hmm. kind of want to pick your brain on how you go about it. Like you grab your, you know what you're going to do. Like what do you, when you sit down, you get your collections, you start, you know, do you already have it in your mind what you're going to create or you just start from Sometimes, life? sometimes when I buy this stuff, I already have a thought just from like, like purchasing it or looking at it. I look at it and I'm like, okay, I know exactly. I want to use this as a border. And mm-hmm. then I want to do this like with a certain ephemera. But I mean, I, I don't, I tend to, kind of do one photo in the center a lot with mm-hmm. random papers um, <laughs> kind of torn around it. I, I do use sketches. And if I'm going to use a sketch, um, sometimes it's hard to find one. I, I don't usually use it 100%. I always have to kind of right. do something a little bit different, but it's a great, great starting point. But I yeah. do have like three or four kind of layout styles that I would say I revert to all the time and they're kind of like things I like to do um yeah well that's pretty cool because you get into you have your own rhythm Mm -hmm. you have your own rhythm Mm -hmm. your own style of how you prepare these layouts yeah yeah and I generally print my photos and if it's like a you know a square photo I kind of know what I'm gonna do with it and if they're if they're more like that portrait style um I do it a different way but um it just, it depends. Sometimes you never know. I could sit down to go with a, like a certain style and then all of a sudden I got carried away. Yeah. And <laughs> who knows? Now, I was watching your IG story um, probably Monday or last week at some point and you were showing this layout and it looked like it was already completed to me, but you're like, no, I'm still going to add like some... Um, Mixed media. And I was like, holy moly. I'm like, the layout was already beautiful. But of course, like, I was like, okay, that makes sense. So do you add mixed media to every layout or do you feel like it's not complete until you finish with the mixed media or how does that work for you? Now I'm wondering which one that was. It depends. Sometimes I'll do the mixed media first, but sometimes if I'm like kind of have it everywhere and I think it's just and need some like color under the picture, I'll go back in with something or I'll cover it up and put sprinkles on it. Hmm. Oh, I think it was this one, right? Was it this yeah, one? I, I don't think know. I think it is. I need to read, like, I don't print my photos at home. I'm, I have one printer, but I need to get another one. But, um, this is, I think this is the one I need to reprint my daughter's picture in that one. Um, but yeah, it needed some mixed media because the ledger was just too plain. And, <laughs> The ledger paper. The ledger paper. Now, where do you print ledger photos? We're on that. Where do I print photos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have at home, I have the Instax printer. So I do print from that um, if I'm just doing like the little Instax pictures. But I support my little local camera shop. Oh, that's and, nice. yeah. yeah. And I print from them. They're amazing. They have great quality. And they're right next to Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> that is Perfect. Enough said. Yes. Enough said. I got to get my film. So I got to run Tuesday morning. You know, they're they're awesome. I can just do it like I'll do uh, at night. I'll put the order in and then um, I come in and it's like ready within the first hour the next day. Yeah, that's awesome. Gosh, I don't even remember. When was the last time I've had anything printed anywhere else but my home? You know what I mean? The quality is great. Yeah. When I started scrapbooking, I was forever at my Walgreens because that's how I, I mean, that's how I was uploading to the Walmart. Yeah. 
uh, app and then printing because you could get it in one hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was their best customer for real. <laughs> This, well, this place is amazing quality. Like it's great quality. So I mm-hmm. could never go back to um, probably going to Walgreens or Walmart. Like or once I did store. Costco. Yeah, I did yeah. Costco back in the day. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? We have this local shop and I really should support them. Um, yeah. yeah. That's totally. awesome. So they're great. Yeah. Love that. Now, uh, so we still want to talk about your process. So how did you get into adding the mixed media? And like you said, do you die cut since you don't use the cameo? Are you I do. I have a big shot and then I have like the little mini big shot. Um that's that's for adding, you know, florals or whatever. If if the right, like so if there's a a group like a thing of ephemera for a certain collection and it doesn't have a lot of florals. Yeah. I will go die cut some like branches or something with my big shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and mixed media. I don't know if you're, you're OG. I've always been um, into Missy Whitten and Inky Quill and they kind of, those are my two favorite well, YouTubers mm-hmm. and they made me always love mixed media. And wow. sometimes I go, I think they both are really kind of free spirited in the way that they create. So I kind of felt very attached to them and yeah. I, <laughs> you connected with that. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, yeah. I've never met them. <laughs> right. No, but, um, I've know. always loved their style. So, right. and their mixed media, I mean, gosh, back in 2016, if, if Inky Quill, what's her name? Adele said to buy something, I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is so funny that you say Inky Quill because I remember watching like all her videos. Mm-hmm. I love her accent. She's yeah. got the little boy Archie, right? Yes. I need to. So I was just saying last night, I was talking to my friends. I need, she's not doing as much on YouTube anymore. I, was gonna I say, need to yeah. become her Patreon. I haven't, I haven't mm-hmm. signed up for Patreon yet, but I think she might be the first person I sign up for, for her Patreon. Oh, I that's really, awesome. I really yeah. want to see more of her. Yeah. yeah. I really like her as well. And she was one of the first like mixed media artists I started following as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now. While we're on the YouTube ch- subject, though, yeah. Josie, so sorry to cut you off. Why, why, oh, why, dear friend, do you not have a YouTube channel? Um, I am just dumbfounded by this. I'm scared of the whole editing process. I will admit it. I even have the Archon mount. Like, I always talk to uh-huh. everyone. I'm like, I'm set up to do it. Yeah. I just am scared of the whole editing and, like, uploading and it's- that whole thing. I don't edit my videos. What it is, it is. You know what I mean? Like I have a cute little intro and out and that's a, that's all I have time for. Not because I don't want to. It's just t- the time doesn't allow me to be to that. Mm-hmm. You know. Every year I say in my like goals for the year, 2021, start a YouTube channel. <laughs> 2022, start a YouTube channel. It's on 2023 as well. Um, Wait, this so might be the year. Maybe. I... The same with, um, you know, other things. It's like one of those things every year I say I'm going to do it and I know. And then I see people that are just doing Instagram. I'm like, maybe I can just keep with the Instagram. But I really, I really should do it. I I have all the stuff. I mean, uh-huh. I've, I've been set up to try and do it for years. Wow. I just have put off the whole editing process and the whole voiceover process is intimidating to me. Yeah. I think 
I'm more of a wing it and go live person. So we'll see. Maybe I should do what you do. Yeah, I wing it. I just, it is what it is on that video, you know, and people watch it. You you know what I'm saying? If you know what you're talking about or they like you or they vibe off you, they're going to watch it. They just, especially everything you buy, you're like me, hauls and hauls and hauls. Like, come on, you know, you're going to get a lot of views. They love that. I know. I, I need to do it. Maybe 2023 is the year, the year that I do it. I think it will be because I'm definitely making some big kind of adjustments and changes, trying to be a lot more um, like thinking about what I'm like doing and putting out there mm-hmm. instead of just coming in here and just putting creating it out. a complete mess in my room. <laughs> yeah, I think the difference with Instagram and YouTube is YouTube requires more thought because you are making a video and then you're editing it. And it's kind of like you learn as you go. So like nobody can tell you how to do that until you're physically the one recording yourself. And then if you mess up, you're like, oh, yeah, I have to take that part out. And then you kind of just learn as you go. But it also becomes addicting because there's a different group of people on YouTube versus Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then you like, like for you and Inky Quill, like you have connected with her and it's like, you know, she's taught you so much. So it's almost like you have this different bond. Um, but the good thing of YouTube is you are the owner and you can upload as much or as little as you want. Well, I guess it's like Instagram though, too, the same way. But I feel like with like YouTube, there's more of a connection because we're watching you like this, you know, 10 minute video straight or 15, 20 minutes. Like we're actually, it just feels like a more, I don't know why it feels like of a closer connection than I would feel on IG. Don't get me on on IG. We get to send messages to each other like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have, I, I don't, I'm like instant gratification. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I feel mm-hmm. like Instagram gives me that. That's one of the That's things good. like yes. I can just come in here and like maybe even one or two, sometimes it's just one take and I'll be like, I just stumbled out over my words and it's still going up. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't feel like with YouTube, I could do that. Um, but I love instant gratification. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know about Enneagrams. I'm like an Enneagram seven. I have FOMO. I need instant gratification. <laughs> I'm like very outgoing. Mm-hmm. I um, If I start talking, I will tell you about things you don't even want to know about. And so I think that's part of it is like, I just have this like thing where I'm like, okay. Yeah. So sometimes I'm quiet because I'm like, I can't talk too much right now because if I talk, I'm going to say way too much. And this person is going to be like, whoa, what just came out there? That makes for a perfect um, host. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, it's 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 hard because some people will be like, oh, you're so outgoing. And some people will be like, oh, you're not. And it's like, well, it's hard, like at work. Sometimes I'm yeah. so quiet because I'm afraid that so when I'm in room with other people, I'm going to start talking about something so personal. They're going to have no idea what just happened. Oh, they're like, what just <laughs> happened here? Right? So if I'm ever really quiet, it's because I'm nervous that oh. I'm going to say the wrong thing. Never, never. <laughs> We'll, we'll just join in with the wrong thing. Right, Josie? We'll just take that topic and keep going with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm the same way. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I have to like control myself. Otherwise, 
I'm just like word vomit, you know? And it's like, I think in the beginning of paper talk, Janet would just be like, okay, go ahead. Like, talk all you want, lady. But I would have to be like, okay, how about you, Janet? How about you? <laughs> I know. And it's now we have our, 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 our pattern. Now we, we, we know what we're doing, but it's like when you, I think it's just, more so like for, for me, I don't know about you, um, Danielle, but it's like when you feel like you connect with people and they understand you, you feel like it's okay to keep going, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're not going to judge you, you know, your friends, you're having a conversation. If I say the wrong thing, well, it's my friends. I feel like I'm, I should have that safe space with my friends to say more than I probably would in public. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I mean you know what I'm saying? So that's what a friendship is, right? So I And then I get that. louder and louder and then everyone can hear me down the hall. And then I'm laughing at my own jokes before yeah. I even say them. Oh and God. then it's just like people will be like, we can hear you down the hall. That is like the number one thing I hear all the time. And I'm like, oh, I have to really control myself. That is and too funny. I can't even imagine that. Oh my husband my husband will be like, I could hear you outside, Danielle. Right now. <laughs> You say you laugh at your own jokes before you say them. Oh, sometimes I'm like cracking myself up or I'll be like thinking about something that happened because I'm a lot of times during the day I like drive from schools to schools and mm-hmm. I'll just be cracking myself up in the car laughing about something. <laughs> and so I'll want to tell someone about it. And it's like I can't even get it out because I think it's so funny to myself. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is great. I love now- that. We're going to circle back to YouTube because you have some exciting (laughs) news that you want to share with us. But I think um, what's exciting, I guess, for me and for Janet and the listeners is we always love to know, like, what are your favorites? Would you mind sharing some of those today? Oh, yeah. I have lots of favorites. (laughs) um, The pen, because in the beginning of your Instagram, I did see lots of pens. And so some people are like, you know, they have to have the perfect pen or they want to try out all the perfect pens. Um, when you're scrapbooking, like, what is your go pen? Um, or, I journal a lot by typing. Right. So sometimes I type when I'm writing with a pen. I'll be honest. I always kind of write with a black pen mm-hmm. and I have a few favorites. And I think I have. It's um. It's a Stabilo pen. Honestly, I don't even know their name. I used to be addicted to the Pilot inkjets. Um, but most lately, it's been this one Stabilo kind. And, of course, I can't even think about the name of it right now. Ah, well, you guys might have to get rid of that one because I don't have it on me. Oh, <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, but I, I have so many pens. Um I love the new Sharpie ones. I write with those. Um, I just, I love every kind of Sharpie. The new Post-it um, noted pens are really, yeah. really cute. Fine tip. Fine tip ones. Um, yes. Yeah, it just depends on what I'm writing on, what kind of surface. I have so many different, different pens. Now, um, I think the latest uh, layout you did had typing. Do you, are you using a vintage typewriter or are you using it on the computer with just the typewriter font? Oh, no. I use uh, the We Are Memory Keepers typewriter. I have really? the, Yeah, I have the blue one. I had to have it. I think I gifted myself that one year for Mother's Day. You know what? I got it for Mother's Day, too. I mean, Do I you- bought it for myself, but yes. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> Do you 
Do you feel like it skips? Um, I have to put a lot of pressure on it. Like yeah. I do when I'm when I'm doing it. But I kind of one of the reasons I kind of don't like to use too much technology in my craft room. Mm-hmm. So like I'll be listening to a podcast or listening to a book or something, but I haven't really um brought in the idea of a computer into this room too much. So like I like really? I say I'm gonna get to cut files someday. But that would also be like involving more technology. And I just really love the physical part of it. So it's hard for me. I like that. I've never heard that before from anyone. Yeah. That is so awesome. I mean, I I like that idea. Like I I get it. It seems like it would be more soothing and like more in your own work instead of worried about everything else. You know what I mean? And I think if I do get into cut files, I'll definitely be, because I, I do want to do it. I'll be one of those people that cuts them way before ahead of time mm-hmm. so that when it comes to the creation process, I just already have them. Yeah. So I don't have to like stress about the computer part. Yeah. I've already talked it over with some of my friends. So when it comes yeah. to like, Danielle, why don't you use cut files yet? And I'm like, oh, if somebody else prints them, I do. Yeah. Because yeah. I just don't want that part of my process to be like stressful to me. Computers right. sometimes can be a little stressful. Yeah. And I just want to come in here and kind of unplug. Yeah, I love that. Totally. Are mm-hmm. you um, on the computer during the day for work? I am. I do a lot on the computer. I am. Um, I work for the local school system here. Mm-hmm. So everything yeah. I do is on the computer. That's like, I can totally relate because like if you're on the computer all day and you come home and you want to craft and you want to like be in your zone. So last thing you want to do is turn on the computer and like edit you know, or, you know, cut, cut things, right? Because you don't want right. to be on a computer. Yeah. And it's definitely, I love the idea how you're saying that you don't really have too much technology in there because it's mm-hmm. your time to like play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times too, my daughter will be at her desk. So we'll just be talking, you know, if it's, yeah. we try to craft um, a couple of days a week. And so I just don't, I don't really want to have too much computer stuff in here for that, for her either. We just yeah. enjoy talking to each other and oh, well, she enjoys reading all my stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. so it's That's kind awesome. of become a place to unplug. I like that. I also think like all these printers that I have in my room, I don't know about everybody else, but sometimes I want to come and create something and then I'm like, okay, well, I need to print this photo. And then that leads to the whole time I was in here was printing photos. Mm-hmm. And then I get nothing done. And I think that's the most aggravating part of it all for me now. It's like I spend more time printing photos and picking photos and editing photos, mostly picking the photo, taking it to Lightroom, editing it, bringing it back. And that, you know, instead of just printing it out, you know, mm-hmm. it takes up so much of my time. So much. I tend, and to that, do that. Oh, yeah. I tend to do that kind of stuff when I'm not in this room. So I will okay. edit my photos kind of like at a different time. Like if my mm-hmm. daughter's at gymnastics, I'll edit photos mm-hmm. um, and send them to get printed so that when I come in here, I just already have the photos. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. editing app do you use if you don't mind me asking? Lightroom. I use Lightroom. Lightroom. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I actually use, um, they don't even have any updates for it anymore, but I use Facetune Basic to do a lot of like random things too, because I just don't know what other apps are out there anymore to mm-hmm. do it. So I use them for like adding detail to stuff or blurring things sometimes yeah. in the background because I, I've always used it. It's been around forever. Um, mm-hmm. But Lightroom is my number one. 
Yeah. I've Island. never heard a face tune. <laughs> you get it? Yeah, so I've heard of it. Yeah, it's I've so, heard of so it. back in the planner days, I would use it to, gosh, I think there was an option. Was there an option to whiten out like things? So I would whiten like with my finger. I would take the time to like whiten areas. Uh-huh. Whereas now you can do that on like Canva Pro, which, oh, I have Canva. I do some stuff on Canva. So Canva Pro, you can do that. But yeah, back in the day, Josie, I would take my finger and whiten every little area on my old planner photos where I wanted it to be really white. Yeah. So that like, and it's just always been something on my phone and I use it now for mostly blurring things. I'm sure you can do it on other things, but you can get really precise in what you want to blur. So it doesn't look too Oh, wow. I have to download that, Josie. I (laughs) I used to use um, Snapseed to blur things out, brighten, but you do it the same way with your finger and you're just all over it. You know, you're all, <laughs> all over the photo. That is too funny. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of face tune. Mm-hmm. Face tune. I think they have something like way, like there's a face tune too. And there's like a lot more updated because mm-hmm. it even says every time I go on there, it's like this app is not supported anymore. Oh my God, too funny. Yeah. We're not going to find it, Janet. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're not find it. I think, it's funny how editing goes. I think I used to use all these different apps mm-hmm. to lighten here, to erase there. Like I would go to all these different apps. But then once I found Lightroom, I was like, you know what? I don't really need to go to another app because it's just such a good uh, editing tool. Right. I, I love it. And I, I love that I can, like this room is in the basement. So when I'm taking pictures of layouts, I can still get like a really good picture from it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I haven't figured out to do, and this is why I use that Facetune, is because sometimes I'll have stitching on a layout or something. And uh-huh. now if I lighten or overexpose it, you can't see it as good. So if you go in on that other app, I can go in and kind of right where the stitching is. I can just kind of go over it with my finger mm-hmm. with, under this certain thing. And it like makes it show up a little bit more. Oh, I'm cool. sure there's a way to do that with something else. I just... It works. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so it I do. Works. <laughs> sure. And isn't it funny? I'm sure it took you like a lot of time to navigate it to get that part to work. Oh, yeah. At some point, I probably felt like a creative genius and amazing with technology. All right. So we talked about pens. We talked about where you get your photos printed. And then we went on to how you edit. What is your favorite ink? Do you have a specific ink, your go-to ink? Is that for like printing? Or stamping, like for stamps that oh, you Oh, stamping. Oh, okay. When you go to Tuesday morning. <laughs> I actually, I can't find any of it there. I love, I, I don't do like a super lot of stamping, but I, oxides. I have, yes. you know. Oh, the distress yeah. oxide. Yeah. yeah, distress oxides. I'm in love with them. I love the like hockey finish of them. Yes. Um, I probably have like 30. I don't know. They're exploding. Um, but those are my favorites for sure. Tell me like, how do, how are you disciplined? Do you not buy the stamps because you don't do too much stamping or how does that work? I buy them. (laughs) Sometimes lately, sometimes, okay. If I'm buying a stamp lately, sometimes I'll just color in it. Like I'll do some kind of fun stamping and then I'll just Mm -hmm. have fun coloring. Mm -hmm. Like I, um, 
with the American crafts, you know, like each line comes out with a stamp set. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One night I just kind of took the stamp sets that I had and I just created these really cool patterns. Nice. And then I just colored them in with my alcohol markers. It was kind of like a little Zen therapy. And if I'm doing that, I use an archival ink. So okay. I'll use like the Ranger archival ink or VersaFine. Um, but if I'm doing the inks for like mixed media, then I use oxides. Like I love o- the oxide pads and the oxide sprays. Those are my two favorites. Gotcha. And no, I buy the stamps. Of course, I'm yeah. I was going to say, girl, Marissa, how, how are you so good in not buying them? But you said, yes, you do. Now, um, the you said you had alcohol markers. Right. Are they specific? Are they Copic? Or are they the Ohuhu? What do you like? I, um, I honestly don't have like really great yeah. alcohol markers. I have a couple Copics, but most of mine are just a brand that I found at Tuesday morning because I'm not that great with them yeah. and I'm still learning. Yeah. I think that's a whole nother road. I can get like, go down that tunnel and, yeah. uh, I'm buying it all. And just, uh, they're good what I have right now. And then, um, yeah, I'm not like a huge card mm-hmm. maker or a huge colorer. So I tend to like color a little bit and then I'll go back over with like white pen a lot mm-hmm. to kind of get yeah. some stuff. But if I was amazing and probably doing cards more then I would buy the copics, but I, I want to say mine are called like firefly. Yeah. Firefly. Yeah. And I got them from Tuesday morning and they work fine. I like them. Yeah. I got a cheap pair off of Amazon. Um, but I'm with you. I'm not, you know, I'm learning. I'm not too much of a coloring artist. I mean, you know what I've been using lately is um, colored pencils to color just cause oh, yeah. I'm just lazy. And I think I have more control with a color pencil, mm-hmm. but you know, that's not too much fun either. I think an alcohol-based marker is probably, you know, more fun. Well, if you ever see me down the road of doing a haul of those, then you know. <laughs> I, know. I see that happening. But, I mean, yeah, I it depends. And these have worked well. And I, I honestly do most stamping just, like, I'll do a little bit of stamping as mixed media. But if I'm doing stamping, like, with archival ink and I'm coloring, it's mostly for my enjoyment yeah. or something, yeah. like, more of ther- like I would call yeah. it like ther- like, like scrap therapy or like you know when people do the coloring books that's kind of yeah. what I do with now I just like you you have your yearly goal and yours is to start a YouTube mine is always to learn how to sew so let's talk about your stitching on your layouts is did you like how did you learn how to sew like is this sewing machine strictly for layouts or how did all that happen for you? Well, I broke my sewing machine. So all of my stitching. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's fine. It, it's cute. It's up there. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. um, memory as well. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. It you wasn't doing what it. I wanted one night. So I'm pretty sure I broke it. So okay. now all of my stitching is hand stitching, which I actually prefer. Um, I have a lot more control over it. I can decide. I did. I feel like sewing I I never grew up with it like my mom wasn't like super crafty so everything I've learned I kind of learned from either YouTube or just on my own Mm -hmm. and so like me using that sometimes I feel like my foot would be way too heavy and it would just be like going out of control yeah (laughs) just like flying out of your hand yeah (laughs) so um I actually like 
mostly do hand stitching. I prefer it. Um, all of the stitches I've learned besides the basic like back stitch are from different YouTube tutorials. I cannot do a French knot. I've tried. I've had people show me multiple times. That should be a goal. 2023, I should learn from the French. I don't even know what a French knot is. Yeah, I'm oh, like, I have no oh, idea. Oh, it's super cute. Oh, they would, so like, they look really pretty inside like flowers. You know, I love floral ephemera. Yeah. And so like, if you put like French knots in the center of floral ephemera, mm -hmm. it looks really, really pretty. There's lots of people that do it. Oh, it so, sounds um, beautiful. I've tried and it's just, it's nah. not. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Now well, you're yeah. stitching. To me, like the last few videos that I've seen, the stitching looks beautiful. Are you pre-doing um, your holes so you know where to go? I am. I have like a really old little set from huh. Amy Tan from back yeah. in the day. She did yeah, those yeah. like stitching things. I don't know if I can find it. It's like a little orange pad that I put under my paper. And then I have like a little poker from that same thing. Yeah. And I just... Um, I decide where I want the stitches. Like I'll kind of figure out what kind of stitch I want to put on there. If I just want to do a rim, like a, like a kind of border around the whole thing. Yeah. Or if I want to do like cross stitch or if I want to do um, chain stitch. Yeah. So yeah, it's a little, it's easier for me um, because then I can just kind of plan it out and, yeah. and do it. And it, then I don't go wild. It looks polished and it looks like a machine did it. Seriously. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you take the time to poke your holes, you're creating your design. You know, it, I mean, you could have fooled me because I seriously thought that that I was like, wow, this is like really beautiful stitching. Yeah, I usually just go over with the, the poker and like a, a T-square or a ruler and mm -hmm. kind of plan out where it needs a little bit of oomph. Yeah, that's lovely. I like that. Yeah, no, this is all foreign to me. I just, I, I am like, I cannot, I, I would love to have a sewing machine, but I just have issues with the threading of the machine. You know, mm -hmm. there's That's like no way you, I, a friend of mine tried showing me how to, I'm like, yeah, no, my brain just cannot, but I would love to, I mean. But it's when I think that's when it went downhill for me because it came threaded with black thread yeah. and I didn't want the black thread. I wanted white thread. Yeah. And that was kind of where like I used the black thread for a while uh -huh. and then I got the white thread going. And then, yeah, it yeah. was mm, maybe maybe another day I'll get another one. I should probably take classes and not just YouTube. Yeah. I need to take yeah. a class myself. Yeah, I, I kind of just tried to figure it out on my own, but there's not, I mean, there's tons of videos on, you know, threading the bobbin or whatever it is. And there's not too many for the, we are memory keepers. Did you find that to be true? Like they, they have a couple, but, um, I really need someone there to do it for me yeah. and like watch me through it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. we'll just go with hand stitching because I can thread a needle like a basic needle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can do that. I could do hand. I can do hand stitching. Like, that's fine. But do I want to? That's a whole other question. It's a whole other question. Once you get started, you won't, like, stop because it adds a little bit of, like, extra something, you know? Yeah. And you'll just be like, you'll say, oh, this really needs a something. little, bit of, a little yeah. bit of stitching right here. And it just gives it that pop. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. You I think I, I could see how it would become addicting because I do see some, like, they'll just have, like, a little line, a squiggly line of a stitching. Yeah, and it does do a lot to a to a page or whatever it is they're working at. You know, you guys were talking about the um, typewriter. I, I was, like, listening to you guys, and I'm like, 
Oh, I have one. I totally forgot I had a typewriter. <laughs> Which typewriter do you have? The We Are Memory Keepers one. I oh. totally <laughs> forgot I owned it. And I looked around and I looked this way and I it's down there in the bottom of one of my shelves at the bottom. Girl, get I it. I totally forgot I owned it. It has like the plastic cover on it. So I bought the cover for it and everything and all the ribbon. I'm like, I hear you talking about it. I'm thinking to myself. I was like, oh, that would be nice to have. Like, wait a second. And I like popped over and it was like right there. I'm like, dang, that's horrible. Don't forget that you own a tool that, you know, was expensive at the time. Like when you bought it. Yeah, they were pretty expensive. Weren't they like 189 Yeah, I don't remember. I got mine probably. I got mine online from one of the major scrapbook I'm, not gonna, I'm sure it was there. It was I'm a splurge. Gonna, I'm not going to lie, but I kind of wish they would come out with a new one. Like, why haven't we seen an- I know. I know. I'm just saying. We were just bashing them yesterday, girl. No. I was bashing <laughs> the fact that they didn't call me ahead of time to tell me that they were going to come out with new products. That did were the same thing. you get another typewriter if they came out with one? And I'm going to tell you why. I wish it was. I wish they would because I feel like they would make it better. Not that the ones we have aren't good but like we said you have to apply a lot of pressure on it and you know i i feel like they would make it a little bit more like retro modern you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying like word processor yeah oh, like something like that <laughs> like where it just you didn't have to like do that it automatically like went like what is the thing that it does the, the ribbon the whole thing just kind of goes on its own you know, yeah, like, yeah. Word processor. yeah like a word processor for sure though you know it says we are memory keepers on there that'd be amazing i feel like <laughs> we are memory keepers typewriter it skips for me so sometimes yeah. I, I mean i know it's supposed to look like that because right. that's yeah. right. what it was back in the day right. but that's you know, why she said a word process that would probably <laughs> like do the job I'm serious. Actually, before I had my We Are Memory Keepers, I bought an electric typewriter from the thrift store. Yeah. But it was monstrous. Like, yes. it's huge. Yes. Like, I know. Desk space. I was like, yeah, I can't really keep but that it, in here. But if we can convince, you know, we are to, to make okay. one that's smaller yeah. and huge. I, I want perfect. them, when they finally do come out with these new typewriters. Uh-huh. They need to have the correction button on it, right? Right out, because you know yeah. we always backspacing, and you know yeah. we need to spell our words correctly. <laughs> uh, having to start over. <laughs> I'm just trying I to you know, pitch them. Right, I will definitely like write down what I want to type before I start typing it because yeah. it's too much. Sure. I yeah. just have at it. I'm. I just start going, like, and usually it's wrong. <laughs> I love it. But I do love, I do love that, like you're saying, you don't have to go to a computer and you could just type out what you want to type out. And it's so easy. You don't even have to turn it on. You just put your paper in and start typing. Right, right. Just a beautiful thing. I do love that for sure. Yeah. yeah. I do too. Yeah. Am I missing anything else or is that all the favorites, Janet? Um, I'm not sure. What time are we at? Because I don't have the right time. 48, 49. Oh, I know what. How about paper trimmer? Do you have a a favorite paper trimmer that you use? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm basic, but I have had, and I just bought the same one. I had one yeah. of these for like, I want to say I bought my original one of these back when I got married. 
Wow. Um, this is the, what, okay, Fiskars. Let me say it because mm-hmm. people can't see it. Yeah. The Fiskars paper trimmer. I bought the original one when I got married to do something to do with our like table settings. Mm-hmm. And I have had that one until recently. Wow. And um, I just bought a new one. Everyone said, oh, you could probably just contact them and they would, because the little glider bar kind of frayed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is perfect. I use this for most stuff. And then I have just a we are guillotine one for mm-hmm. like smaller trimming. And then a lot of times if it's just a tiny thing, I will uh, just use scissors and Pretty just good. go for it. <laughs> Even if it's a little off. Yeah. If it's a little off, then I'll just kind of distress it a little bit with yeah. my scissors so no one can tell. Yeah. But if I don't feel like going to, yeah, paper trimming, I just. Yeah. I like of... that paper trimmer. It's so light. Isn't mm-hmm. it? It travels well. Yeah. You you could just take it anywhere. It's super light. I do love it. Now, I believe, is that the one that you never have to replace the blade? Because Fiskar oh. sells one that you don't have to replace the blade. I'm wondering if that was the one you had previous to this one. It might have been a little bit Maybe. Bigger. I don't know. I, I do. I have. So the last one, I did replace the blade, the blade once. But um, not that often for how much cutting I do. I yeah. barely have to do it. Things were starting to get a little downhill. Because I know I have one spare one, like, right next to me. But it travels well. Like, if I'm going to go... Um, craft with friends it fits in my little bag and it's so light I don't have to worry about it I I remember you asked us about your trip like when it went out and I'm like get the works get the works I personally love the we I love we are memory keepers I love Mm -hmm. their works I absolutely love it and I'm actually contemplating right now because they just came out with lavender products oh I know lilac and I have the turquoise not that I have anything again to turquoise I, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what I can just, Janet, what, that's the one that has the, the works um, scoring, the scoring and it does the envelope punching. It does all of it. Wow. And it's pretty, it's expensive. Yes. But I just love, I love it. I love it. I love, I love it, but I don't, I'm ready for a pretty, not that that's not, not that that, you know, the mint is not pretty. I'm just saying I'm ready for my color. You know, um, and you know, I, I would love to have a pink one. So I'm sure like in a year or maybe six months from now, they'll come out with the pink one after I buy the lavender. But that's another story for another day. But I'm just saying like I I'm kind of thinking about buying lavender or lilac, whatever they're calling it, just so I can, you know, feel better. Mm-hmm. You know I, mean? I, like aesthetic I like wise. this one, too. I actually really like it because you can gut your papers. Do you ever gut your papers? You know, like I'm a, like a crazy hoarder. So I like got the inside so that I can like still have some of the paper. <laughs> Not like I don't have enough already, but I like this one. You can um, gut your paper. So like if you're trying, like to, I don't, I'm, I feel like I'm new to scrapbooking. What does that mean? Gut. I so like a piece of paper. I will actually, oh, I will take out the center of it if I'm just oh. using a piece of paper as a border. Yes. I will gut out the center. Because you can use and reuse it. that, yes. especially just again in that layout to it's bring like in carving like, a pumpkin, taking yeah, out the just, goods. <laughs> yeah, just to like re bring that in, so it's because yeah. it like ties your layout together more. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong; most of the time, I already have multiple pieces of the same paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the hoarding part of me yeah. that wants to gut. It's and the collector so, in you. It's the collector. Right. <laughs> but that's another reason why I got this one as opposed to another one that a yeah. friend of mine was recommending because with that one, you can't gut your paper. 
Mm. So it, it was, I mean, obviously I have a lot of stuff in this room and I try to maximize. I, I have the same scoreboard since back in my Happy Meal days because I was making wow. envelopes. And back then, Martha Stewart was the one you had to get. Yeah, so I have yeah, that. I have that too. I, I have, have the envelope maker that we are made years ago. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, this is just this is just the easiest, and I can still be a, the hoarder that I am with the center of the paper. And it's so light, you can take it anywhere. It's right, I'm, exactly. I'm totally sold on that. Um, but you, you, I'm glad I can teach you the the what the um, vocabulary term is for scrapbooking. That's yeah. the gutting the paper. You're going to have to do a little tutorial of gutting your paper on your IG <laughs> so I can see that. I'm serious. I i don't think I've ever seen somebody gut their paper. So when you have it down, are you just only trimming it? You're not going all the way to the end. You're just cu- gutting it in the middle. Right. So if I'm like creating a border, so say I'm using like the ledger paper like on this one, and then I'm using a, a floral border to help bring out something I'm doing in the center. I'm, you're only going to see like a quarter inch of this yeah. paper. Mm-hmm. So I will go, and this is a 12 by 12. I will cut, I'll give myself extra space, but I'll cut like 10 and a half inches. I'll go in like a, an inch and a half on each side mm-hmm. and just gut out that middle. Totally so makes sense. Totally mm-hmm. makes sense. And you know yeah. what? I never do that. I never mm-hmm. um, put a border mm-hmm. on my layouts. That's so weird of me, right? Well, uh-huh. I mean... I've never thought about gutting anything, but now I'm going to gut some stuff out, you know, paper. Yeah. See if your paper trimmer lets you gut stuff. If I'll you want to know, know hoarding works. techniques, I can help you with any of those. My, I'm the classic person hoarding. that cuts a floral in half, even though I have three packs of it. Oh. I cut the floral because you're not seeing it. Um, there's like, if those are anything people want to know. And it's hard because I, I, I know I have more stuff, but there's a part of me that's like, why? Why would I use the whole thing if you're only going to see yeah. part? I agree. I agree. I My thing too cool. is it's hard for me to get rid of um, like the scraps. Mm-hmm. So like mainly like for Halloween or Christmas, I'm doing a whole bunch of six by eight layouts. And so there's a lot le- of paper left from that six by eight. And it's so hard for me to get rid of it. So usually when I go back and look at my older products for that year, I've got tons of scraps because I just, I can't part with yeah. them. Yeah. I tend to use, so I'll tend to use that part that I cut out somewhere else in the layout just to make it look yeah. cohesive. Yeah. So I don't, honestly, I'm really bad at going back to little bits of scraps. So I tend to use it in that same layout or in there, which makes sense. Yeah. You're, you're I'm the same the, way. The fullest. Yeah. I feel like I'm always like, oh, I should save that piece. But it's like, I'm not going to use it again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back and be like, oh, that piece that I saved from that collection I'm going to use. No. You know? Yeah. I have a bin of stuff and my daughter goes through it. I but even that. like my Even my like branding strips, I save them, but I barely use them. I I save them. She grabs them for things. You have a little cup with all your strips. It's so Mm -hmm. cute. I love it. (laughs) It's my, I call it like my flowers. It's like my flowers. Totally. I encourage you guys, if you don't know who Danielle is, go to her Instagram. It's so lovely. You can see the bowl of flowers, which are the strips. And not only that, but her room is beautiful. And you can, 
take a look at her layouts and see exactly what we're talking about. If you're not familiar with gutting the page, like Janet and I weren't, um, her layouts, you can tell that she has the border around it and then she's utilizing the inside. So thank you for that. You taught us what the correct name of setting your papers. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. I have no clue what this is. And I just assume people know about it because it's something that I can't imagine not doing. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. So we're almost coming up on an hour, but we did want to share. We wanted to talk to you about your new adventure. Oh, yeah. So, um, so I have a, a great scrappy friend that you guys know. Her name is Andrea. Yeah. And we've been talking for quite a while about what we could do together because we're kind of like yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just both vibe off of each other very well. And so we finally decided we were going to do kind of like these YouTube lives. So it's on her YouTube because we know I don't have one. Yeah. And it's also <laughs> on Facebook. And um, we are... It's called Scrap and Sip, and you can sip whatever you want. It doesn't have to mean a sip. You could sip tea. You could sip wine. You could sip water. Mm-hmm. Um, but we started off, um, our first one was kind of a trial run, and I learned that I needed better internet <laughs> because going live is totally like a different animal. Yeah. And so I just updated everything in my house because I was like, oh, well, that's embarrassing. Um, but we have our next one on February 13th, and we are having a Yep, and it's so February thirteenth. We're trying to do the second Monday, I think, is what we decided or of the month. And the, mm-hmm. we're gonna have our friend from Colorcast Designs on there with us, Jessica. I'm so and excited! From, I'm so yeah, we excited. Have a, we have a sketch, and so we all are gonna do whatever we want with that sketch. So you so, can do a tag, you can do a layout, whatever else, and then we're gonna chat while we do it. So chat about what we're liking. Like we'll probably talk about all the new different collections that have come yes. out. Um, I don't see Andrea as much anymore because she moved out of Colorado. Yes. So yeah. a lot of it's just me and her seeing each other's face because we used to see each other a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just kind of a fun thing. She's very in tune with the, the scrapbooking community. So it's, yes. it's fun to hear her, especially because I'm more of just like a random mom who goes in her basement and creates. <laughs> You're not random. I am in my basement the same way as you are right now, friend. So you are not alone. My room was in my garage, which would be, I guess, considered the basement out here in California. Um, You know what, uh, Danielle, I want to say, I forgot what I was going to say, but I was going to say this. Um, Go ahead, Josie, because I forgot. Let me try to get it back, what I I was going to say. Oh, I was just saying, um, did, was, um, Jessica, did she live near you guys as well in Colorado? Oh yeah. She lives in Colorado. So when oh. we hang out sometimes, uh, you know, some of the crafty friends, so she's usually are close. I love her. Okay. I, I'm just saying me and Jess, Jessica, if she's listening, we have a lot in common, like legit have a lot in common. Okay. I'm going to save my fangirl moment for Jessica for whenever she comes on paper talk, because I, I just love her. I love her. She's amazing. Her. She's yeah. funny and she totally gets my random humor. So yeah, 
That's awesome. Oh, uh, what I wanted to ask, well, were you guys be sharing the sketch with everybody else ahead of time? Maybe if we want to do the same type of thing that so, you're doing. Yeah, Andrea shared it on hers and she has a little like on her highlights of her Instagram, okay, she does have a, a little area that says um scrap and sip. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's my way of saying I start. I need to start doing that. <laughs> you need a so highlight that says scrap and sip, friend. I will create a scrap and sip highlight. Yes. And put it in there. But yes, we've already decided on the sketch. So I guess I should go on there. And um, yep. I shared, like, reshared hers. But I'm going to go on there and share it again on mine. Yeah, and then I'll create, like, a highlights thing, too. So you can kind of go through and, and see it. But Perfect. we already picked it. She's already picked it out. And so we know what we're going to work with. Um, I'll probably have a few things like already kind of planned out because it's a little, it's live and you can't really, we're not going to have too much time with how much I'm talking. I won't have time to, to do too much. <laughs> I know it's always hard too when we're on, like when you do, a, when you go on Zooms or when we do Zooms and stuff, we're going to, we have all these plans about getting stuff done and you never get anything done because you're yeah. busy chatting with everybody and you're so excited mm-hmm. to see them, you know, so it's understandable. Yeah. Now, is it hard to see the comments? coming in as you guys are doing the live so she sees them um she's definitely like the social media person and the much more organized that person girl, so. that girl has her ducks in a row she does okay <laughs> i absolutely love that about her i admire that about her because like i told you before we started recording we have chickens and she has ducks. You know what I mean? Chickens are everywhere. So I totally yeah. admire her ducks. She she has her stuff together and she um she has planned like the different formats that we're on and like yeah. she she does it all. She even came up with the graphics. I came up with like the idea and I kind of come up with some of the talking points mm-hmm. and things like that. And she's definitely more of the like planner and the like has all that. Yeah, she's super savvy. I loved Mm -hmm. that the last live, like she was able to highlight some of the questions. I know, that was exciting. I was like, oh my God, that was like so cool. There's like, Josie says... Yeah. You guys know each other, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I felt like a, a little celebrity. Uh, I know, yeah. Highlighted. I was like, "This." I would never cool. be able to do that. She made us feel special. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, she's amazing with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So fun. Totally love it. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, super fun to see you guys on your first uh, show. I'm going to call it a show. What are you guys calling it? An episode or show? I, I think know. it's a show. I, I asked Andrea that, and I don't know if she answered me. But I'm like, what are, what are you calling it? Are you calling it a show, a, 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 a series? I don't know what you're calling it, but I keep saying episodes and shows. That's what I keep saying. I guess we'll I find think out. think episode is good because we plan on – we're going to try and have, you know, every – going further, like maybe every episode or every other episode have someone kind of on with us to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We want to do it once a month. We think that's doable. Yeah, we both have. She has tons of design team kind of commitments. I have yeah. family commitments. Um, right. Just to get some alone time in this room is is harder. Right. Although I'm sure my daughter at one point will probably come in while I'm on there. Um, but yeah, I would maybe episode is the right thing to call it because they make sense. Yeah. Scrap and sip episodes. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're definitely in for the next one to watch you guys. And we Mm -hmm. want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything that you enjoy doing. 
and definitely took me back to the beginning of the whole planner, just looking at your IG. That was kind of fun to go down memory. But we can't forget, Joe. We cannot forget our traveling question. We have not started that. It's the new year. You are our first guest of 2023. So that is super special and awesome. Um, Would you... We would like you to start a traveling question. Oh, I have to ask. Yes. What? what? Oh, okay. Well, I always like to learn something about people that's like has nothing to do with like scrapbooking. Uh-huh. So I guess my, um, maybe my question would be like one random fact about yourself that has oh, nothing okay. to do with scrapbooking. I like that. Or paper crafts. Uh-huh. That's a good one. That's a Are good one. Are you Janet? Huh? Are you writing this down? No, but I see that you are a lovely friend, so that we should be good. <laughs> I feel like we know so much about each other that, like, you yeah. can have a better idea of people when it comes to scrapbooking and stuff. But what's something that we don't see on right. your on your social media or your? Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. What's I like yours? That. What's yours, Danielle? Yeah, I have so many, but probably my number one that is really. Um, a lot of people don't know is that I used to work in Antarctica. What? <laughs> Stop. Did you like live? Obviously you live there. You well, lived you, in you, what? Yeah. No, well, I worked there under contract, so I didn't necessarily oh, okay. live there, but I was there for like, so four, like months, traveling four to five months out of the year. I worked in, I wasn't even a nurse then. Oh, okay. I did logistical stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's one of the random facts. What yep. is Antarctica like? Um, it depends. So my mean, when I worked there, I worked for their summer, which is the winter here. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes it was actually pretty warm by their standards. Oh, you know, wow. it'd be like, okay. like in the high 40s. <laughs> oh. oh, that's still like, you know. But it was definitely fun. I got to see yeah. a lot of the world because I traveled through New Zealand to go there and Australia. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a random fact about me. So that's sometimes so I'm awesome. random polar and kind of Antarctic knowledge. And I'm, people are always kind of surprised about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Josie, do you have a random fact about you? It's kind of silly, but I guess my random fact would be that whenever I'm eating like a pie or a Snickers or like a, I don't know, like just, I always like for a pie, I eat the top of the pie and then I eat the crust last. I, it's the best part. I have yeah. no clue why I do that. Like if I'm eating a Snickers, I'll eat all the caramel at the bottom and then I go back and eat the nut. It's like really weird. Like I'm, I don't know. I just make things difficult for myself. Oh my gosh. What about you, Janet? This always happens to me. I don't know. I'm going to think really quick. I think I think too much about it. I Random fact, you don't drink coffee. Random fact. I think, yeah. I think we all know that though. I don't drink coffee. I don't eat. I really don't eat breakfast. I'm not a breakfast person. Is that a random fact? I have like a, um, I'll have like a, you know, a plain little bagel, but that's about it. I mean, I don't consider that breakfast. I don't know. I'm boring. I mean, everybody knows everything about me. Really? I mean, hmm. Is it (laughs) that I cook three meals a day? (laughs) I don't know that about you. I know we know that, so it's, I, I, but I feel like that's super like and impressive. Yeah. Okay. Well, so okay, my random fact would be: some people know, some people don't, but I do cook three meals a day, 
and make desserts and snacks and snacks. Yeah, I mean, I know that's not really typical nowadays, right? I mean, no. I think I'm one of the few. Yeah, I I do. I make I do. I make breakfast, lunch, dinner, desserts, and all the things. Yeah, yeah, it's exhausting. And here. I made my family have sandwiches tonight so I can come talk to you. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm so sorry. Well, you know, it happens. Mama needs her time too, you know. Well, I guess it's because I'm a stay-at-home mom. Like, both of you have your jobs. You work. So yeah. it's understandable. You know what I mean? I'm a stay-at-home mom. So what am I going to do all day? You know what I mean? Like, I need to cook and clean and do the stuff. But, yeah. Anyways. It's super impressive, though. Even if I was a stay-at-home mom, I don't think I would be making three meals a day. Yeah, I get. I think I'm so used to it now because I've been at home now for like almost going into 13 years. So I'm, I'm so used to it. I think. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. All right. I'm boring. Well, I'm boring. What What are we gonna do? <laughs> oh gosh, you're so crazy, Janet. <laughs> you're anything but boring. Fun. <laughs> Can you imagine when I'm off air, the things that come out of my mouth? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know the random fact. What? You have the, the typewriter in a random box or in the bottom. In the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have a typewriter tool. that you brought all about. Yeah. I forget. I bet you I forget a lot about a lot of things that I have in this room. Do you guys ever forget about things? I, Josie, I know you do. I know you have to forget about stuff you have in that room. Me? Yeah. I'm discovering them right now. It's like shopping again. again. I love that, friend. Sometimes I think, like, I'll be like, oh, I I knew I wanted to buy that, but did I buy it? Yeah. And I don't remember. Yeah. And then I end up with two, which isn't hard. Like, I'm not going to call that a bad thing. It's all right. Especially if it's, you know. I would do that with the distressed inks because I was like, do you have that or not? And then randomly you'll see them on clearance at Joanne's. And I'm like, yeah. It's $2.47. That's a great buy for an oxide. Yeah. I'm like, do I have it or not? You know? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. It's hard. I have a list of some of them or I like have one that I'm like looking for. Mm-hmm. But because I bought like I have, gosh, I loved that. I love the saltwater taffy. It definitely like that ink. I don't even know if you can get it at Joanne's. But I think I have three of the distressed oxide stories <laughs> in saltwater taffy. For color. Like, for color, yeah. Yeah. They're not like there's some that aren't even open because it just was like it's just the perfect color. Yeah. I don't know if I'm like afraid that he's gonna get rid of it because he's not. It just came out. You have a backup right. for your backup. For your backup. I do. <laughs> but I, yeah, but it seems like that's like your like one of your favorite color like palettes oh, or don't yeah. 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 It's like the perfect Danielle color. When yeah, it came it out, is. it was like I, I'm pretty sure I like gasped and like got excited in all parts i was like oh my god (laughs) yeah so good yeah that is awesome all right friends well with that it's a wrap keep it crafty thanks for joining us danielle thank you bye friends bye everyone